Today on the podcast, we speak to Shotgun Shannon O'Connell after an amazing fight on the weekend down in Bendigo on the Hornsor upper undercut against Bianca Elmia. She chats about the fight and also her upbringing in Adelaide and uh, with a dad who is her hero and the number 78. Welcome to the GNJB show. Today is a special edition. We've got Shotgun Shannon O'Connell and son Felix. G'day, Felix. G'day, mate. Nice. Uh, Jack, Jack Bowen will not be with us today. He's organising his visa because he goes to Russia this week, so he's got a bit of busy schedule. In jumps Shara Roma. How's things, Shara? I'm good. How are you? Good. Apart from your knee. Apart from my knee. It's not great. Yeah. Shannon, how are you, matey? I'm good. I'm better than I look. Yeah, got a, got a little small little bruise on the on the left side of your face there. Yeah, mate. Let me just talk about Shannon. She's got a record of eighteen wins, six losses, one draw. Former champion of the world. There's Felix. Put his input in. Um, former champion of the world, mate. On the weekend, you just had your baby. When was Felix born? January. He wasn't born on the weekend, but in January, you had your baby. You've had two fights. They said on the TV that this is your first fight back. That's what they were talking about. I'm thinking, mate, she's already had one fight back. It was only a few months after. But let's first, let's hit this fight first. The fight with Bianca Elmier. Tell me what it's like, the preparation, how it was made, and the actual event. Um, so originally the fight was made. We, we, we wanted to be on the card. Um, Fox said that we had to fight an Australian opponent because um, obviously there's been a lot of crappy, yeah. crappy matches up and they, they didn't want to see Asians and and, uh, and whatever. Um, so we put it out there. We, we actually, I, Bianca wasn't even someone that I thought of because, you know, she she's reasonably new to the pros. Yeah. Um, we put it to Shanika. We put it to April Adams. Um, none of them wanted the fight. So um, we were told... They said no to Bianca and then, then they rang back within half an hour and, and basically called me washed up said I'm a former shell of my former self I'm a I'm a shell of my former self and if they can't beat me then what hope have they got So who was this uh, Bianca's team Um yeah Bianca's team said that to my team um so we were like yep sweet let's do it So that obviously fired you up Yeah I was that, like I'll show would, you washed up That would that would get you back up a bit I'm sure Yeah nice okay so that happened fight was signed. You always know you were just doing six rounds because you are used to boxing ten round fight. Let's be honest. How many ten rounds? You would have, you would have uh, had eight or eight, yeah. eight or ten. I wouldn't. I have no idea. But yeah, I, I, it was originally meant to be um, for the WBO Asia Pacific title. Which have had um, to be ten or eight. Is that what we're I, I think there's a sort of a, it can be either eight or ten. Yeah. Um, but then it, it got cut down um, for time for TV um, because they wanted the fight on TV. So yeah, um, it got cut down to six rounds. Um, which is sort of the halfway mark, really, for me. Yeah. Um, but it was fight, fight or take it or, or piss off. So don't, we don't get it. the television fight. Yeah. yeah. Which I know you've had a couple of opportunities, obviously on the back of Jeff as well in the past too. You when was the last one? Were you on the Corcoran? Yeah, show? I was on the Corcoran card. Um, I was on. Um, Oh, what was the other one? When when he fought the Germ German, oh, I also yeah. fought um, on the undercard of Parker when he fought Ruiz, which Jeff was on. Yeah, as well. no, I, oh, that's right. You did too. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. So, mate, and big shout out to Lyndon Hoskins for helping you through all this time as well. Like Lyndon, still your promoter? Yeah, he's he's Lyndon's been awesome. He um he really pushed to have me on the card because it was the fight was going to get scrapped altogether, and he he really pushed to keep yeah, me on. Yeah, that's it. excellent. 
him, yeah. him and Steve both together. Obviously, Steve, Steve Bella, good friends of ours. Steve and Luke, like they've done, um, you know, they're good people. They've looked after you all along as well, haven't they? You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they, they always. Steve's Steve's always does the best for his fighters. Always yeah. put them puts them first. Um, Luke has been like my best friend. He's he's. Well, he, he said to me, like, you know, he's like my older brother. Like, he, we just... He's been in your gym as well family. and everything. Yeah. yeah. You actually did most of your, your training in your gym, didn't you? Most of it, of yeah. But yeah. Oh, yeah, the fighter at Steve's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Bugger it. Let's talk, the, let's talk the fight. Okay, so the fight came up. You, you came out. Bianca came out dancing. I saw that. I don't know if you yeah, would have seen I that. You want to see that? Thank God. That's Bianca. That's Bianca. Bianca came out dancing and she loved the... She loved the show. Mate, ding, ding, round goes. How'd it go? How did you feel straight away immediately? You got a knockdown in round one. Yep. How did round go in your mind? Did you feel in control totally, or using your jab? What, what were you thinking? Um, yeah, I felt, in, obviously, round one, I felt in control. I mean, after the knockdown, I knew I didn't have to rush at her. I, I didn't really have to do anything for the rest of the round because yep. it was a 10-8 round, yep. regardless of whether I threw another punch. Yep. Um, then, I mean, she came back strong in the second round. Um, I, I, out of, out of it, it was a hard fight. Like, I mean, she, she can punch. She's, she hit me with a few good right hands in the, in that second round. I, I think I, I can honestly say I, I, I lost the second round. I definitely lost the second round. And I think the fifth, yep. um, I easily, obviously I won the first round and I easily won the last round. So, um, the fight really came down to that third and fourth round. Um, my corner thought that I won both rounds, um, but really, all I needed was for the judges to give me one of those rounds for me to win the fight, and they did. Yeah, so I'm, obviously I'm not a judge, but I had you winning. I just re-watched it. When you watch, sometimes you, you don't get it when you're re-watching. You go back a little bit more, and I watched this morning, and uh, I gave you one, three, and six clear. I thought four was tight. I remember saying to Shara this morning, you know what? I'm going to give it the other way just so I don't look biased. You know what I mean? Yeah. For round yeah. four. But... We're giving you one, three, and six, and a two-point round gives you the win, 57-56 in my eye. I'm not yeah. a judge, but, um, yeah, so I, I had you winning there. Um, but, mate, it was a, you know what? I, I think she boxed differently to probably what you would expect, what you'd seen of her before. Yeah, absolutely. She was um, – She's. I mean, she's. she looks like she's settling into the pros a lot better than she's changed her style from her amateur style. Um, yeah, like she, she was definitely different to what I, what I expected. I mean, obviously I knew she was going to be trying to throw right-hand bombs, and she did, and a few of them landed. But at the end of the day, I was still on my feet at the end of the fight. She didn't put me down. Yep. So. so did you expect that kind of power to come from her? Like you were saying, oh, she's quite powerful. Were you did, – did you think, oh, yeah, going into it, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be in this sort of fight, like a hard harder fight? Um, yeah, I knew it was going to be a hard fight. Like, I, I knew she was just going to come forward. I knew she was going to be looking to come over my left hand. Um, um, I guess I, I guess I'm kind of known to to not bring my left hand back up to my face very well. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever had a fight where I haven't looked like I've not eaten a lot of right hands. Yeah. Um, so I knew what she was going to do when she, when they landed. When when she caught me with a few, I went, yeah, shit, she can punch. But there wasn't enough to put me down. So yeah. I, I don't really see what all. What everyone's sort of saying that I got battered. I thought you, I thought your work weight was supreme, though. I thought your work weight was was supreme. I thought when nothing was doing, like when it was in close, and whether it's scoring or not, you were the one working. You were the yeah. one working the body. So yeah, at the end of the day, that's part of it too. Who is working? You know, who's going to be working? Are you going to go back to that? Your clear shots are similar. 
I just thought you throw a lot more. I think in that, that mid-range like to short-range, yeah. Like whether it was effective boxing or not, I was still the busier fighter. Um, I, 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 I still, I, I, I think I, I, whether they, I mean, if you looked at accuracy, maybe I didn't land as many punches as, as what she did accuracy, but I threw a lot more. Yeah. Um, and, and I think if you still look at the stat, well, not that there are stats, but if you look at, if there was stats and you could look at who landed more punches, well, I threw a shitload more, so I definitely landed a shitload more too. I think you definitely uh, we touched on it then. When we rewatched it, I was saying to Gareth, look, look at the body punches Shannon's showing. So she'd start at the, the body and then finish at the head. And it just seemed like in that mid to short range, you had that control. You, you, it's like, like you knew the game. Game, yeah. You, you, well, you, you, um, the records. Yeah. <laughs> you would think so, yeah. yeah. You, would, you would like to think so. So, um, when did you turn professional? What year was it? Um, Come on, mate. I promoted. I can't even remember. Right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, 2011. December. No, it was December. December 15. Was it 2011. 2011. Oh, December 15, 2011. Yeah. So, in that time, you've racked up 27 professional fights. Is that right? 18, 6, I oh know, 25. I can't do maths. 25, yeah. is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, okay. Out of that, excellent. what was your hardest fight to date? Sandy, in, in, in um, Sandy Segoras in Toronto. Yep. Um, I have actually, I thought it was quite funny. Um, some of her team, Bianca's team on the weekend saying, oh, that's the hardest fight Shannon's ever had. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure how many of my fights you've been to mm. or seen or been it part of, but it it wasn't. Look, she could punch. She was hard. She was a hard fight. I'm never going to say it was not a hard fight. It was a war. It was a hard fight. Yeah. It was definitely not my hardest fight. But it was I've been, six I've been dropped. Yeah. I've, I've gotten up and I've fought back. Like, like it was not my hardest fight. No. So if to say we went over ten rounds in that the the fight you just had, would you have the accelerator? hit the ground and you would have just taken it more over the next few rounds? Absolutely. Like the sixth round, um, which is really just past my halfway mark of what I'm used to, I think I won quite easily. I, I barely got hit in that sixth round. Um, unknown, I've, I've always sort of, I start fast, I, I die off in the middle and I finish strong. I've My first 10 round fight, I was I finished stronger than my opponent who was having a seventh defense of her world title. Right. Like I, I've, I've, I just... It's almost like I go right. I'm nearly home. I can do this, and I go harder. Yeah. yeah. So well, they I've always, I've always finished strong. Yeah. So they spoke. Uh, I know we were listening to the commentary, and um, they spoke about your conditioning, um, saying maybe that you weren't quite up to scratch with your conditioning. Um, what do you? What's your thoughts? I that? trained because um, because I've got Felix. Um, I trained. For ten, I did a ten week camp and two more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but being a baby, um, I, I, a teething baby. Yeah. Um, I did a ten week camp because in my head I thought, well, if I need to have a day off here and there for him, then I can. Yeah. I did not have a day off. I did minimum thirteen sessions a week, so that's one hundred and thirty times I trained for this fight. Um, and. I trained hard. I, I, I think if you could see the photos on, of me on the scales, I was. I don't think I've ever looked that good. I was fit. I was strong. I was. I was in good condition. And one thing that you've always done since the amateur days, you've always worked hard. You've always. You've always been in good shape. So, mate. And now since you've had the kids, well, three of them, you know, you've got to work even harder because your body's obviously <laughs> taken. Well, now it's taken more, more punishment as well over the years of fighting as well. So, mate, I, I think that's a credit to you. your your conditioning. You know, you might not have hit. You you would probably want to hit your second second win on the weekend because only doing six rounds. Yeah, I, I I mean I might have looked tired at, at 
at times, but I mean, I was, I was copping punches and my legs never got tired. Yeah. I, ne I never got to the point where I went, I can't feel my legs and I've been there before. Yeah. Um, I remember a couple of years ago when I fought the, um, the Jap girl in Melbourne, I literally felt like I couldn't stand by the end of the fight. She just did not let me breathe. And, yeah. and I, I definitely didn't feel that on the weekend. Yeah, nice. So I suppose, for how long is Bianca now? I'm 37, I think. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, so right. they, call, they called me washed up. She's older than me. Okay, I'm, I'm leaving that alone. <laughs> but um, so for you to have, so from 2011 to have 25 fights, so that's in eight years, man, that's, that it, it, see, it takes time to build a good professional record, doesn't it? Before people overseas will actually look at you. You're not going to get these big fights after two fights, you know, when people think they can. No, no, I, it does take time and it takes a lot of money. Um, like, Australia. and we didn't, we didn't really have that money. We, yeah. We've never really, other than having, um, Dean behind us and and like Lyndon in the last few years, like yeah. Lyndon and Dean in the last few years, um, we, we've never really had the money to build up a, a fake pretend re record. Yeah. Um, I've always jumped at every opportunity I could and, and really at the end of the day, people were saying, why are you fighting Bianca? Like you're, I was in a lose-lose situation. Yeah. If she beats me, then I'm done. If she doesn't beat me, who, if, if I beat her, who cares? You were supposed she's, to beat her, yeah. She's re really, if you're looking at a pro, no one cares about your amateur record. Yeah. No. She's a novice. That's right. So when you when you talk money in uh, pro boxing for women, is there not a lot out there, or and you know who would be the highest paying at the moment in, throughout Australia? Most paid. Yeah, paid paying. Um, your standard money sure. it across Australia at the moment. I, I don't know. Like the money that I got for this fight was a lot less than normal. Yeah. Um, I would think that before, other than this fight, I would, I'd probably be the highest paid. In saying that though, it's less than normal because it was a six rounder. You you wanted that opportunity. Yes, you have. Yeah. It wasn't a Take world title. It. There was no yeah. belt. Yeah. So Take or leave I it. Look, that. Yeah. in the past I've fought for free. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. Really. Take or leave it, and and I took it because I don't I, I don't want to do this. It's not fun. I don't I don't want to just go. Oh yeah, I'm just going to train forever and not fight. Like I want to fight. Yeah, it just burns inside you. This is what yeah. I want to do. Like even even yesterday, I was like, right, what, what's next? Yeah, right. Well, that's a bit early. Should have yeah. a few days off. <laughs> Mate, but um, so let's go back to you and your life. How we normally start our podcast? Talk about the kids. Talk about your your childhood as a kid growing up. Mate. Tell us what happened. Where are you from? Um, my dad died when I was two. Um, You're from Adelaide, is that right? I'm from yeah. Adelaide, from Adelaide. My dad died in a speedway accident when I was two. So I guess that's where the danger of the, the nature of me comes in because yeah. those guys are crazy. Um, my mum dealt with a lot of things in a different way to she should have. She was a, um, she ended up dying of a heroin overdose. Um, so my whole childhood I was, you know, I brought up, brought up around my mum on drugs, so doing all the wrong things. Yeah. Um, you know, I, the things that I'd experienced, I would never even, I, I don't know how my kids would cope. Yeah. So how old were you when, when your mum passed? Um, I wasn't, I was, it was 2006. So, I don't know. But your nana, your, <laughs> whatever your, that works yeah, out yeah, yeah. I was older. Yeah. You're, you're really tight with your nana and pop, weren't you? Yeah, my, my, my nana and pop, they helped me a lot through my childhood. When, yeah where my mum would let them. Um, my pop used to drive for hours to come and pick me up to take yep. me to see my nan and, and um, they were really the backbone of, of where my life ended up yep. in a good place. So so where did, um, so you, you've come a long way since, since those days, but 
when did you start boxing? What age were you? How did you get and involved? You and <laughs> I was 20 and I was partying a lot, doing all the wrong things. And, and it actually, I mean, I was partying. I wasn't a drug addict. Um, it actually took for somebody to say, she's going to be like her mum, but I went, no, I'm not. And then my grandparents um, sent me down to the local boxing gym who the guy that ran that boxing gym, Terry Fox, used to race speedway with my dad. Right. So, oh, okay. Yeah, good connection. Yeah. Is Foxy's gym still going? Yeah. Yeah. I remember meeting you the first time in 2004 in Adelaide. Uh, that was the Nationals, your first Nationals, hey? Yeah. Was it Adelaide? Yeah, 2004. Yeah. Hang on, is this the one? No. Oh, yeah. This is the one in the weigh-in. Yeah, and yeah, the weigh-in when, when she, when she I, I think she had a, she had do you know what? On. Do you know what's actually really funny? <laughs> I had to do that to my son on the weekend. They weren't put gonna, I had to put weight on him and, on. and he there would have been chocolate, milk. chocolate milk though. No, no. I, made him, I made him drink water. So you learnt from that lesson. So what happened? I believe it was Shannon's about fourth fight or something. Fourth or fifth. Fourth or fifth. So she'd qualified it through her state to I don't know what weight what weight were you supposed to be fighting at? 57. You're fighting at 57, but naturally you only weighed under 54. You must oh, have done. I just, I think I lost about five kilos that week through nerves. I, yeah. did, I like I literally didn't even understand weight divisions. So this is when she was a trader. She was a South Australian. She, well, not really a trader. She's a trader now, actually. She was in the line for the weigh-in and Nick Savides, wasn't it? <laughs> Nick Savides, he was about 16 year old, this kid. Shannon's probably- I couldn't have on anyone better. <laughs> Shannon's about 20 years old and could not hold this chocolate milk in her guts that she'd been trying to put on weight and just honestly spewed all over this kid's back. It was absolutely excellent. Yeah. Mate. Tell me about that. Yeah. Embarrassing? Okay. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah? Big yeah. 20, cool yeah. as anything. Yeah, and I was not cool that <laughs> But see, oh, I can beat you on that, Shannon. I've been spewed on the face. Oh, yeah, Sky yeah. always spewed on spewed your face. On, yeah, after, after a winning a fight. That was oh. terrible. That, that's terrible. So, so now so now you're pretty used to like the kid's spew. It's not even an issue, is it? Yeah. <laughs> so I remember the days of uh, Shannon making 51. And uh, looked a little bit skeleton-like, mm -hmm. uh, getting around the amateur ranks. So, what was your first representative, and, and what weight was it in the amateurs? Representing Australia for Australia, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I went to um, Tonga in two thousand and four. At um, oh, I went at sixty, but we ended up fighting at fifty-seven. Yeah, and then what did you say? Right, I'm I'm coming down and weighed. Or? Yeah, well, I was fifty-four. Um, when I, I moved up to Queensland after Tonga and um, I went down to 54 and I was quite comfortable there. Um, I think at the time it was 52 was the next division, um, but we had Corey Farr in the gym, he was 52. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. And she was in the gym a lot longer than me, so she was 52, I was 54. And then when the Olympics came in, um, it was only 51, so I was like, well, I'm not a 60. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm a 51. Yeah, and yeah. from that day, my life just became about cutting weight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, lack of food. Yeah. So in in that aspect, how important is weight divisions, do you think, for women and, and in boxing? Like, you know, you we talk about cutting weight. And, Choosing and, the right one. Yeah and, yeah, and finding the right weight division. Eventually, you found the weight division that you're at now. Was it easier in the pros to make that decision of where you're sitting now or in the amateurs? Because you've got back then you had so much of a gap yeah. between weights. Well, it's a lot easier in the pros because it's not, there's not such a 51 to 60. Like, I'm definitely no 60. Yeah. Um, and if you wanted to do anything, you weren't going to be a 54 or a 57, were you? So yeah. it was, it's a lot easier in the pros. Um, 
I don't even know how we sort of came to what my weight would be in the pros, but I, I think I could quite comfortably drop down to, to bantamweight if I had to, but I'm, I'm fit and I'm strong and I fight hard at 55. So I, I so don't So it's not a super bantam on the weekend. So yeah, if you found yourself any lower than that, you you think you well, wouldn't be as... over 10 rounds maybe. I, I'm not sure. I've never really tested it out, but yeah. um, I just think because I don't cut weight bad and because I'm strong, it gives me that that extra, extra bit to be able to yeah. finish strong, which is how, what I do. What, what's your best performance today? You look at one fight and you go, "That was I was on. I was on that day. Um, probably New Zealand against Laura Griffer. Yeah. Um, it was a good fight. It was, she was, was, that on, was that on the Parker undercard? Yeah, or no? yeah, 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 she was undefeated. Um, she's She was good, she, but I, I just feel like I I just thought I fought the right fight. Like, I mean, I actually, actually, to be honest, I, I did let her hit me a little bit because I was like, yeah, you can't punch hard. I'll test um, this out. Yeah. yeah. But, but um, yeah, that, that was probably my best performance. Like, I, I just, I, I worked on a lot of things that we'd worked on in training, like fighting inside, getting my arms free, moving my head from side to side, like on the inside, like when we're fighting inside and just all those little pro tricks that, that we were practicing and training like that it, yeah, yeah. It, it happened in the fight, yeah. so. So speaking of like, you know, you have a plan when you go in to your fights. Um, when that plan doesn't work, you've always got to, a B side, don't you? You've always got another Shannon's, plan. Shannon's always no. got a plan B. It's plan of feet and throw a fucking yeah. yeah. That's what she does. Well, that's what like, like, people said about my fight on the weekend, like, oh, it's going to be a hard fight. And I was like, well, at the end of the day, she's either going to knock me out cold or she's going to be in a war. Yeah. It's like, just how it's going to happen. Well, you're definitely, you've definitely, since since the start, you've definitely be one of Australia's most dedicated and, and fighters that people like to watch because you know what? Yes, you, like, you've taken a few right hands over the top in your time, and like you just said then, but fuck, well, everybody knows they're in for watching a blue when, 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 when you're fighting. Yeah, I, I, the, the amount of people that have said, Gigi, you made that harder on yourself. Yeah. Yeah, true. I mean, that's I've what heard I do. that a few times. So that's hey, your Gaddy. But hey, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it fun when you're in there? It's not, it's the not fun for the next when, four when, days. when you're in the midst <laughs> of it, when you're there and you're throwing down, and like there, there was like blow for blow in that last fight. What the fuck are you thinking? Like, um, I don't know. It's hard to say, really. Like, I, I, think I, fucking, I love if it. If you've got I that love fight it. in you, yeah, you've got <laughs> like it. Like, that's who I am. Like, yeah. like, grit your teeth and go. It's what I, it's sort of how I look at life. Yeah. See, some people, some people don't have that in them. If they yeah. dig deep down enough, they can't find that to go, I'm going to fucking fight for everything. And geez, you'd, ha- you'd hate to see him in a real tough situation mm. in life, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where if you've got that bit of grit inside, you'll just fight for whatever you want, won't you? I think. Yeah, for sure. So, mate, I'm going to go back to mentioning your dad, if you don't mind. He was a good speedway rider. Did he, did he ever ride overseas? No, he actually just got um, a contract to go to England um, just before he died. Yeah, right, okay. So, mate, I know, I know I'm not a lot of people probably not know this unless they know you. The number 78 is very significant with you. It was you. not the year I was born. It's, yes. <laughs> that doesn't mean you're younger than, uh, older on, than me, mate. What's going on? Come on, mate. So People seven, like, is that your year about no. no. Yeah. Well, that just spread it anyway, Vernon. It's not true. <laughs> so it's number 78. Was your dad's riding number? Yeah. Yeah, so obviously you've always carried, is it, you got a tattoo on your leg, is it? Yeah, on my leg. Yeah. But you've always had, I remember early days when, you know, when, when we started becoming friends, you had KO on your mouth guard. Do you still have the KO on your mouth guard? I do, I do. Still That's do um, my dad's name, Kevin O'Connell. 
yes. Is it oh, real? I do. Actually, I lost it. I lost my mouth guard at my fight, my last fight at Fortitude, and then the fight happened, so I thought, well, that's gone. Um, I found it the other day. Oh. Yes, oh, love that so tell us about um do you know, obviously about your dad it'd be more like stories from your grandparents and things yeah. like that and what you've heard what what was he like as an athlete was he a, is he a, did he have was he a hard ass competitor was he was that his full-time job or was he did he have other jobs as well um, he was actually an electrician he had his yeah. own company um as an athlete i don't I I've never I've actually not really asked that, but as a person he was a soft person. A, yeah. a um he was gentle, he was caring, he was just a, a beautiful person. I was told a story once that he went through Woolies checkout and they didn't charge him for his bread, so we took it back. Yeah, nice. No, so really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> so so most like, sweet free bread. <laughs> I think I get I get my hardness um from my mum. Not so much my dad, obviously my um my drive and everything is my dad um my my dedication my my hunger that's all my dad but but my my grit is my mum yeah obviously dad was a fair competitor though riding bikes yeah he had to have a a bit of a screw loose because he's riding speedway bikes mate because they're crazy yeah i think what most people don't know about you too shannon is you do have that soft side to you um, but Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> I am a mum. Yeah, but I do um, love my kids. I, I mean, we remember. we've had conversations and you know long conversations, and you know I run. I'm along the same line. People look at the hard exterior and not realise that sometimes your armour can be kinked and can be hurt in different ways, emotionally, even mentally. Sometimes, um, do you? Do you what gets you? Is it your kids? What what's what makes you what, soft? What ma- anyway. Yeah, what makes um, you not my daughter. Taylor, <laughs> <laughs> oh, please don't listen to this one. <laughs> um, yeah, look, probably probably Felix. Felix Felix makes me soft, he makes me he makes me go gaga. Cooper, I'll slap him around. Well see well, well he's got Cooper's a few more years to go yeah. than his kids, so thirteen, yeah. so Taylor's on her way. No, um, I don't know. To be honest, um, caring like I'm a I'm a really caring person. So when when and I'm all, I'm a giver. So I guess the thing that makes me go soft is when I see that in other people and and I try and help everyone. Like I'm I'm just that person. Like I mean I think I get that from my mum too. Like if I had my last ten dollars, I'd try and give you twenty. Um, yeah. And and I guess when when the thing that really breaks me down is when someone else does that. For me, or to, yeah. for someone that I know, um, yeah, it, it just makes me—it makes help. me go to to mush. Yeah. Because huh? there's not many people out there that are like that. Yeah, that's right. So now we've talked about you growing up when you moved from Adelaide to Brisbane. What do you tell us about your gym now? Tell you started gym. What year did you start your gym in? Let's say about four years ago. <laughs> She's still here, like she's got no like a, too many punches, this chick. 2015, I think it was. 2015. So where, where's the location of the gym? Um, on Herbert Street in Slacks Creek. Right, okay. So if if you're not living, uh, li- if you're listening and you, you're not in Brisbane. Yeah, because that's our area. That, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, sort of down south a little bit away from where we are, so we're at Salisbury. So Logan base, pretty much Logan. Yeah, Logan, yeah, Logan. area. John Chain trained with a former world champion. That you know, they a lot of you know, a lot of kids, a lot of parents, a lot of all different. Yeah, yeah we look. Um, 
so me growing up around boxing um, at LBT, I, I, I loved that it was like a family, mm. like it was a boxing family. Yeah. I, I loved that um, the way they all they all were in the gym. Everyone was close. So we sort of when we opened the, when me and Ozan opened the gym together, we sort of thought people aren't like that anymore. Everything's about a business. Everything's about running money. Mm. We wanted a gym where it was we were yeah, a boxing yeah. family. Yeah. Um, obviously, we still need to make money because we've got bills. But um, we, we're trying as hard as we can to to make that atmosphere. Yeah, nice. I remember having you on the phone many a time going, what can I do? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do You got any help for me? Rah, rah. Oh, it's uh, definitely we, tough. But we always need people like that. We always need yeah. people to bounce stuff off and just, you know, everybody yeah. can help. If you just give you a ear, sometimes you just got to listen to people. And, you know, yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I still believe whether it's in boxing or in life, if, if you can't, listen to other people and take it take in what other people are experiencing then you, you're not going to get anywhere so with your gym obviously that's you know that's in the current now but i suppose it's the future as well what is it what does your future hold take i want you to take boxing out of this oh if boxing if, if your gym's your business and you can see that going big guns and for the future that's all good but what can you where can you see your future going when once the boxing your competitive boxing life's over um just coaching um i want to i'd like to um do as much as i can for the community and, and coaching and and i would i'd love to be someone that's remembered in the sport um even after i finish competing so so if i can stay in it um whether it's amateur boxing pro boxing whatever yeah. a weight loss whatever yeah. um yeah i'm sure i'm sure boxing is going to be a part of my life until the day i die pretty much use your story to help yeah. other people in whatever it might be yeah, yeah i mean I, I have always said if if everything if everything that i went through could help to save one person's life and and, and change their life then it was worth it so the boxing's over when is the boxing over i suppose that's what we're saying so the number 78, am I right? There's a story behind why you're still fighting, why you fought after the kids were born? Well... Come on, tell I, us. I, so I had 48 amateur fights. I've had 25 pro fights. Um, I'd like to retire after at 78. That's just the milestone? That's just yeah, the Yeah, just because it's a cool number to retire on. Yeah, and it's tattooed fights. on your leg. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, I mean, it's, it's my dad. It's, you know, 78, yeah. it's, it's just my dad. There's so, actually a reason. Um, I thought, well, I'm, I'm so close, so I'll have a few more. But at the end of the day, if I want to keep going after 78, if I still feel like I've got more to do, then I'm going to do it because it's my life, not my dad's. Yeah, nice. All right. Did you um, did you manage to get to watch Jeff the other night? I did. Sad, wasn't it? It was. It was very sad to see it all end like that. I mean, um, well done to Michael Zarafa. He, exactly. he believed in himself, I guess, the way Jeff did when he fought Manny. Um, that was his time, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it was his time. Um, Jeff just, I don't know, he, it was sad. Yeah. I, I like Jeff. I love Jeff. I love his whole family. Um, and it, was, it was hard to see. Mate, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff is one of those guys, in, it, mate, it's impossible to dislike the guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah like, he is. couldn't piss anybody off. No. He's a likeable guy. No. Except for he, he pissed a lot of Filipinos off. Like the whole nation. And a lot of Americans that lost money on him by the sounds of it. Yeah. But, um, Apart from that, mate, and I suppose I'm sure you'll join me here in um, wishing Jeff, Jeff, whatever Jeff chooses to do in the in the future, whether it's retire or keep going or whatever it is he wants to do, mate, he's been such an ambassador for this game. To give off his back, he's given you opportunities as well with his name, what he's done. And yeah, for sure. Um, we, I've done a lot with Jeff, so um, you know, whatever he chooses to do, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, he's he's done enough. He doesn't need to keep going, but if he wants to, I, I completely understand that as well because she'll do the it's, same. It's, it's in you. It's in your blood. So.
I think everyone will just support whatever he does yeah. anyway, whichever way Jeff goes. Yeah, nice. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions here. Okay, I've just got to get them on page. Okay, I'm going to ask you a simple few. Few. What would you rather questions? You got to answer them quickly. Straight I've away told off you the bat. Okay, this is easy. I asked this to Liam Wilson last week, which will be on next week. <laughs> would you rather let have? What would you rather have? The legs of a frog or the head of a fly? Legs of a frog. Legs of a frog. At the moment, your head looks rather like a fly. <laughs> I'm not really enjoying that. So yeah, the legs of a frog. Okay. What would you rather? Know how you're going to die or when you're going to die? How? How would you? Yeah. Yeah. Because then you'd avoid it. Oh no. Probably when, because then yeah. you can just do tomorrow? everything you can. That would suck. <laughs> you can prepare like I can sort Felix out yeah cool cool you got <laughs> the quick I time it's not tomorrow time for yeah. anyway all right cool so what would you rather an exciting job with bugger all money or a, the worst job in the world with great money an exciting job with bugger all money would you because she'll just manage look I'm a boxer I'm a female boxer <laughs> That's exactly what you got you got an exciting job yeah. you got an exciting job with no money it's one of the hardest jobs in the world with no money I won't ask you the next uh, question, which I asked Liam was, would you rather a boil on your balls or on your face? But I don't think that's relevant, that question. So I'll leave that one there. Probably, yeah. Mate, what would you rather? Eat Steve Della's toenails? <laughs> or Luke Melvin's armpit hair? Oh. You gotta make a decision, mate. Um, someone's gonna be happy, someone's not. I feel like I'd have to go the armpit hair because I hate feet. Oh. Uh, Sorry, Steve. Sorry, mate. Luke, we're coming oh, with the scissors. And it's Steve's age, there'd be a bit of toe jam under there oh. too. Luke, we're coming with the can scissors wash... to cut your underarm hair. Nobody said we can't wash the hair first, though. <laughs> oh. Shannon O'Connell, it's been excellent, mate. You're a true warrior and ambassador of the sport. Everyone loves you. Look, you've always wore your heart on your sleeve. And I think one thing that you'll be remembered by once you do finally hang the, hang the gloves up is you're a fighter. You've never said no to anybody and you're a true Australian warrior. And even though you've had hard upbringings, I think you you can give a great listen to many kids and many people around that you can turn your life around and make shit happen. Thank you. Thanks for having us. No having, worries. Uh, having me. Good oh, on you. Me, and, me and Felix. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. having us. Good on you, Felix. Thanks, mate. <laughs>